They look like ho hos. <laughs> delicious mean, little Debbie treat. Who doesn't, right? Actually, do, do I like ho hos? No, I like the little. I like the chocolate cupcakes with the little white swirl on top. Those are delicious. Ding dongs. Ding dongs. That's the one. Uh, I prefer zebra cakes. Zebra cakes are okay. I don't know. They leave like a weird film on my mouth. I like the Swiss rolls. Oh, those Swiss are good. Rolls are good. I, I, I'm one of the rare people that really loves the jelly-filled Swiss rolls, like the cherry. Well, those are yum, too. Yeah. 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 I like just the little, like the little, I can't remember what they're called, but like they're like strawberry-filled chocolate cake cookie. Oh. I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. Sure. Yeah, like the Had little that. Debbies. I don't know what they're called exactly, but. They're so good. I don't know who made them. It might have been Little Debbie, but there was one that was like it, it had two pieces of like cake on the outside, like a like, like a sandwich cookie. Mm-hmm. It had like white cream, and then in the center actually had like a cherry filling. I don't know what that was. I don't know who made did it. it. Did it have raisins on the outside? No, I don't think okay. so. I know, I know Debbie made Little Debbie made one with raisins on the outside that had a lot of like cream filling. Yeah, those are those are weird, but good. Oh. I like raisins, so they didn't bother me. <laughs> I like yeah, yeah, some stuff. I love raisins. raisins. I like I love golden raisins. I don't know. Yeah, about... I like golden raisins way better. Yeah, because the other ones, I don't know. I just think that there could be like a bug in there, and you wouldn't know. <laughs> and that's what scares me about the most. The the thing I find most often in the in the uh, in the traditional raisins is a stick. Mm. Yeah. I find sticks in those goddamn things all the time. That's the that's the grape stem. Yeah, yeah. I know it's a stem, but it's like, oh, I'm eating a stick. There. It's a stick now because it's all dried the fuck out. <laughs> so I, I feel like I need to clarify something. I said ho hos were little Debbie treats. They are actually hostess t- treats, um, and they are the analog of Swiss rolls. Ah, mm. okay, okay, okay. I was thinking of ding dongs. I was thinking that if you buy, my favorite is oatmeal cream pies, but only when you buy the big box, because if you buy the big box, you get the same number of oatmeal cream pies, but they're bigger. Mm-hmm. And the cream to oatmeal ratio is perfect. Same I'm thing in complete with the fudge agreement rounds. with this man. Oatmeal cream pies are delicious. Also, That's the same thing buy... with the fudge rounds. Mm-hmm. Fudge oh, rounds. Yeah. Get the I, big box. I nearly poisoned myself on fudge rounds. I can't eat them anymore. Like, and if you buy a box of them, you can pull the cookie off, scrape the cream filling into the uh, another cookie, and like really double stack oatmeal cream pie. It hurt you as a child. <laughs> are you making? Are you making a? Are you making a fudge round Dagwood at home? Just like just one gigantic fucking. <laughs> well, I'm making heavy assumptions because I have no idea if that would even work. I think it would require <laughs> like a butter knife and some extra utensils. More effort than it's worth, honestly. I'll tell you, the, I'll tell you the snack cake I came to hate as a child. Uh, it was the Star Crunch, and like they're so good, but they fucking pull your teeth right out of your mouth. I know mm-hmm. they're 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 awful. They leave your mouth with this grimy like film in it, and you're like, man. Sometimes you just wake up in the middle of the night, and you're like, God, it's three in the morning. I can taste the science I ate today. <laughs> I, want some, I want a Star Crunch so bad. <laughs> yeah, I used to love Star Crunches, man, and like the Crunch Bar, everything with the little Rice Krispies Crunchy. <laughs> I loved it. Here's one of the things I love, but at the same time, if it's not done right, it it'll kill your teeth. That's caramel. Oh. If caramel's done right, it is delicious. But they're like like Mahogany said, certain things you bite into it, it's like your teeth are trying to pull themselves out of their sockets. I have lost a filling to America's most ubiquitous taffy. 
Lexi Taffy. No, Tootsie Roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right, Jeff has refused to weigh in and he needs to at least at least right. name one Debbie like, Cake. There's no yeah, no. there's no there's no reason Jeff does not have a favorite Debbie Cake. Come on, Jeff. Jeff is trying to avoid our tangential conversations. I know, but I'm I'm gonna hold I'm gonna hold the game up until I hear from him. Go ahead, Jeff. Come on. Honey bun. Okay, honey buns are fucking delicious. Okay, now, all right. Wait, wait, iced or plain? Iced. Uh, Pl- plain first. Then an there's ice. Something, there's something about the ice that <laughs> I just don't like as much as I like the plain. I I like the iced ones, but only okay. the really big iced ones, but not the little. <laughs> yes, that have like the crust of frosting yeah. in the corners of some it's of them. It's like weirdly jellified. You're like, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the problem is, is the ice ones are like pure sugar. Oh, I know. I mean, the regular ones are too, but don't get me wrong. Mm. <laughs> Diabetes. With, you know, with me being diabetic, I'm trying to. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Down. Well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep the we'll keep the Debbie cake talk to a minimum. So they have those, those iced ones in the vending machine at Dayco. <laughs> yes, they did. Okay. And those iced ones, they have that sugar that you can really sink your teeth into. What was it that you said in <laughs> the garage, Jeff, about being diabetic? I can't remember. God, it tickled the shit out of me. <laughs> was it while he was pounding his two liter of Coke that looked like a regular diet bottle of Coke? De- De- Jeff's on diet Dr. Pepper and diet Mountain Dew. It's fine. I can't remember what yeah, it was. But I, I was I was just referring to the fact that a two liter of Coke looks like a single bottle mm. in his hand. That's true. Jeff is a mountainous man. <laughs> I think somebody had said something about you getting diabetes and you said... I already am diabetic, bitch. And then you just turned that into Dr. Pepper up. It was really out of character, but it was fucking perfect. I can't remember exactly how it went. God, it was good, though. Okay. Uh, Sorry. When we last left off, you had kidnapped two drow scouts, stunning them, tying them up, and dragging them into the woods. We Clearly the best way to start a negotiation. We rejoin the group as they're facing down their drow captive. Now, between breaks, I was talking to Mahogany. I am built to talk to people. <laughs> she is not. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna lead these uh, negotiations, this uh, interrogation, if you will, okay, with these people. However, I'm I'm going with the ploy. Because of what we what you found out about their respect for women and and um, her infernal blood, well, fear, fear. Yeah, I was gonna say fear. <laughs> sure. In lieu of respect, go with fear. Yeah, right. I'm gonna go with the she is my boss to try and work in some more bonuses. And her gotcha. voice is her voice is just too pure to be heard by all these penises around. She, she's too good. To be, she's too good for them. I was about to good. say, she doesn't deign to speak to them, so she's giving it to her underling. <laughs> All right. Now, um, before we go that route, sure. knowing that, that I've been around Lord Blackroom for these past years, a couple of years, while we've been in the campaign, mm-hmm. what is his feeling for... He wanted to take over this tower in this, um, in this chasm as a base of operations. Um, knowing what I know about him, 
and knowing what I think I know about drow, how compatible are those two viewpoints? Uh, and I will bring this up to the guys outside, everybody. Because yeah, I want to know what it is I'm trying to get from them. So you let me know what we need, and then I will, I will work at my magic that way. Uh, Lord Black Rune's Mercenary Company is a a band of um, generally considered uh, particularly vicious, lawless outcasts for the most part. He doesn't care who you are or where you're from as long as you can serve him well. He doesn't care wh- what what race you are. He's very, very... He's very progressive as far as um, be, uh, mercenary leaders go. He doesn't he doesn't stick to any particular creed, at least as far as you've known him. Real tolerant for a despot. It, well, he's not <laughs> as far as being as far as despotism. He's not so much a, a despot so much as a very ambitious person. Mm. He he will do whatever he thinks it will take to get him what he wants, and what he wants is his ancestral homeland back under his control Greenvale right. <clears throat> so no no notable hatred of the elven races he reserves his hatreds particularly for the people who have wronged him either on a small scale or the big scale like the people that took over the valley the people that have sent his family into exile the people he was raised to despise and we'll use any means necessary to recapture this from them and see them debased. So as far as Black Rune is concerned, any person willing to swear fealty to him and mean it, he has no problem with. Also, I would like to mention the fact that these drow had talked about uh, the Crusaders. They thought maybe we were some Crusaders coming in, encroaching on, on their turf. So maybe they also have beef with the uh, the Greenvalians. Not only that, when Val, uh, Valric first started speaking to them, they mentioned another wizard to be parceled out to. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're just a mercenary crew themselves and we could use them as shock troops or nighttime raids because they don't like the sun. They they reacted poorly when they were uh, facing us down. This is all happening before they wake up, right? Right. Let's just well, say that they're well, waking away from up. Them. Yeah, well, let's just say they're waking them. up now, though. Mm-hmm. Um, they both have gags in their mouth. One looks angry, one looks a little confused and frightened. Who's taking the lead? That would be you, right, Val? Me. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> How are you opening this out? Hmm. Um, so, so before, just what we want is we don't want them to know that it's Black Room, that we work for Black Room. That's totally up to you. Um, but Black Room is coming to take over this area one way or another. That's his plan. Okay. You guys have basically, you guys are given three locations to and and asked to start at least one beach, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, beachhead there. Like, pick one of the three areas he gave you. You guys chose the nearest one to you, which is mm. um, Deepness Canyon. Okay. So I will walk up to the one um, that appears terrified. Mm-hmm. And I will ungag him. 
Uh, he begins spitting elven curses at you. Hmm. Yeah, sorry for this, but I always find it's easier to get my point across when, well, the other people have no choice but to listen. He, he grits his teeth and, and snarls at you, but you can tell that he is not, he is not, um, he is not fully in control. He's, 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 he's anxious. He's got, he's, he's not, he's not used to being on this end of an interrogation right. before. Now I'll tell you now, you have no need to fear. You're the one I'm speaking to. And if you tell me the things I want to know, we can go on our separate ways. But you if hear you the don't, other one, you hear the other one growl in response to that, like, go, uh, trying to get his companion's attention. Now, if you say things I don't like, he'll be the one we torture. And I point to his companion that's still uh, gagged. All right, he eyes you angrily. Mm. Jeb will uh, walk up with a nasty grin on his face or in his hand. Just like you just say the word boss and I'll start cutting pieces off. Actually, I walk over and take the the more angry gentleman. Okay. And take him probably about 15 foot away. I drag him into the woods a little bit. Well, just away. I want him to be visible, but I want his, I'm going to face him away from his companion. Gotcha. The Lord that we work for is going to be taking over this area one way or another, but he is not a inhospitable Lord. One that you could benefit from allying yourself with, but we need to know who you're allied with now and other things in this, your vicinity. Make your uh, associated charisma check. Are you trying to intimidate him? Or are you trying to bluff him? Or are you trying to diplomatize him? Um... How honest are you being with this fellow? <laughs> so far, I'm being honest, so I'll, even though my bluff is better, I'll go with my diplomacy. All right. <laughs> 14. All right. He seems skeptical of your of your motives, but he, he calms down a little. He stops wiggling. He stops uh, straining at his bindings. He replies in Elvin, you're a fool to come here. Of course, that's why money's involved. We told them we don't want, we don't need their aid. We don't want it. Well, now, are, who is this? He, he, he looks up at you uh, suspiciously and says, you have to know. Come on. Treat me as though I was a stupid child. <laughs> All right. He, he, the, the drow sneers and, uh, and looks up at you, now now feeling like he's got at least a slight upper hand of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, explain it to him like he's a goblin. <laughs> We've heard about you people in, in planting yourselves in Emerald Hill. You will never, never take what is ours. We were set to guard it, and we will guard it until the return of our Lord. Uh, can I do a knowledge check to maybe f- figure out on my own what he's talking about? Uh, sure, go ahead. Uh, give me local. Mm, nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Histories and nobles. Uh, do history. Can I try local? Yeah, you can do local. You can do history if you like. 
Hey, that's an 18 on the die for a 24. Okay. I got a 15. Uh, then, um, Valric, you look, you look at his eyes, and then your eyes scan his face, and you see a clear brand, the old, old arcane mark um, of Herjek the Twisted interwoven into the uh, the tattoos on his neck and face. <clears throat> the ancestor of Lord Blackrum. The, um, the, though you do not know what he's talking about as far as, like, uh, any people infiltrating, um, the capital of Greenvale, he's, cl- you, you know for sure that this person is probably affiliated with the old regime. And the old regime is in what kind of standing with the new regime? The old regime is, uh, you work for the old regime, which was ousted. Like, uh, Lord Blackrune is the last living descendant of Herjek the Twisted, the, uh, right. the, the wizard who used to rule this valley. So the lord they're waiting <laughs> for to return is the one we're working for? <laughs> His ancestor, I, yeah. Once I, I, once I piece that together in my head, I generally, my character generally laughs like, like a belly laugh at this person and goes, "I don't know. Maybe if we weren't so secretive, it wouldn't have come to this." But uh, what was the the guy's Hershog? Hersh- Herjack. Herjack. Now that I'm close, I see Herjack has put his mark on you, and I trace the some of the markings on the dude's face. Yeah. My lord is his descendant, and then I'll I'll drop my disguised self to look like my actual damn pure self. Yeah. I believe this meeting is going to be beneficial for us all. Uh, make a diplomacy check for me. That one. <laughs> Bye. What does that give you? A ten. Um, the drow seems extremely skeptical. <laughs> prove that you are prove that you are a servant of Lord Herjek. What's something I could do to prove? Well, I was just about to ask: Did uh, Black Rune continue his ancestors' ta- habit of branding his uh, his servants? Um, yes. You all actually realize now that you have a good close look at these runes. In addition to the arcane qualities of them. You see that a lot of the heraldry of Herjek the Twisted has been interwoven into the patterns. And a lot of them have also been interwoven into the heraldry that Lord Blackrune uses. (laughs) You all carry his badge. Some of you may have taken his brand. Some of you take his banner. Many of you uh, take a, a tattoo of his regiment. Oh, yeah, we all got matching tattoos. I don't know if that's true or not. But... <laughs> <laughs> and we all just got a bunch of tramp stamps that we turn around. And, and by, by I say many of you, I mean, like, many of the people you work with. I don't know if individually any of you have taken any of that. If that seems like, if you feel like your, your character is someone who would be completely on the Lord Blackrune train, then you would probably have taken. Yeah, so so Jeb actually unbuttons his mithril um, shirt. <laughs> And opens it up and shows the Lord Blackroom brand on his chest. All right. Yeah. We work for the the Black Rooms. Um, the 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 elf looks at it very closely. He leans in. You see uh, a, a line of drool come out of his mouth. 
as as and you see the um the 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 runes on his neck, his temples, his forehead begin to glow slightly, along with his eyes as he looks at the heraldry on your chest, and he says, "My gods, the rumors are true. There is a survivor." Does that seem like a, a positive revelation for him? Um, he seems not necessarily positive about it, but he definitely was is surprised by it. They they all heard Herjack was destroyed whenever the, the valley was conquered by the forces of, of light. <laughs> so, wait, we're not villains? We're freedom fighters? Why, yes, that is true. Every I'm villain, done. Fuck every, this. <laughs> every villain thinks they're a freedom fighter. It's like the uh, the rebels in Star Wars were actually the bad guys. <laughs> but the um the, the the drow says you're gonna have a little bit harder time convincing him. He, meanwhile, fifteen feet away in the woods, the spitting, snarling drow captive struggles against his bonds. Uh, Zarius, he he he, it, it's almost impossible to keep him still without literally planting a foot on his chest to try to keep him from um, getting up. I will also uh, I'll cast uh, lightning sand right underneath him. So yeah. it also helps him helps him trap him even more. Okay. Alright. Then yeah, you cast your lightning sand. He sinks into the he- earth terrified of what's going on, but um, what are you guys doing with the, the other Catholic drow who seems to have come around to your position? I'll lean in and say, I don't think I need to convince him. I think you'll do it for me, and I cut him free. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I like you cut, that. You cut him free. The drow looks around. He feels himself. You guys have thoroughly disarmed him, I assume, at this point. And he, over his shoulder, watching you guys, he walks over to his companion and begins um, quickly moving his hands rapidly across his chest, his head, his eyes, communicating uh, information via a a sign language. Like steel second signals? Yeah, yeah. Sense motive on the, our companion that's in the mud or in Uh, Okay. Just to see if his underlying action uh, his underlying emotions change towards what we're looking for. Can I do a linguistics check on the sign language? Sure, go ahead. 18? Uh, he yeah, seems to be... Oh, go ahead, what'd you say? I was going to say, I was about to ask <laughs> the same thing. Tucker was on the same page. I was. Okay. Uh, you seem to, He seems to be doing a, um, a pretty traditional uh, drow sign language, like usually used for tactical situations in the underdark. It communicates a lot of information via very simple signals. And, it, and it's largely a, a warrior's tongue, as it were. Okay. A way to sh- a sneak around in the dark. But he seems to be taking a lot longer with it, trying to communicate concepts that are not um, really equipped to handle it. While he is... Convincing his friend. What was the sense motive that Jeff rolled? Crap. Was it check, Jeff? It was crap. Oh. Okay. 
Um, the, the drow on the ground sunk into the dirt. His eyes dart back and forth, watching his friends rapidly signing. And then his, 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 his eyebrows like furrow as if in confusion. And then his, his forehead like straightens out, softens a bit as he looks around at the, um, his captors. And, and then, I still got my prominent brand showing on my chest as I hand the other drow back his weapons. Right. He takes his weapon and grips it tightly and says, and then you see the one that's sunk in the dirt begin to nod vigorously. He says, he agrees. We, we will take you back to our leadership. All right. Good job, Valric. Maybe. It's a 20 on a sense motive. You're guessing they don't quite trust you fully, but they are willing to entertain okay, what you were saying. Good, good. That's Question. Better. Question. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the group, um, uh, Ace in the Hole, we still do have those scrolls that summon his personal wizard, right? That's exactly what I was thinking, too. Because if we need to, we'll call one of his big dogs in to represent with one of his uh, ancestors' factions. Yeah, I'd rather I'd, I'd rather do that when we're in like with the higher ups and not just the 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 hired uh, the, oh, the yeah. bodyguard type. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but no, yeah, that's I'm a good on, call. Yeah, I'm on that page. I was just saying we still have those <laughs> scrolls, right? Yes, you do. Okay, cool. Good. All right. I'd forgotten all about those. Scrolls and the chalk. Mm-hmm. The oh, yeah, the chalk. yeah, this would be a good use because it was like a limit. We could only do that like five more times or something. It was like a limited use before we run out of that chalk yeah. or something. Yeah, ways to directly contact the, the leadership of yeah. Lord Blackroon's cadre. Now, also, I would like to point out how much of a feather in our cap this will be if we can get a a cohort of drow loyal to Lord Blackroon already established in this area with bug riders. <laughs> All right. Okay, so uh, are you guys letting the, the sunken in the dirt guy up? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yes, but um, hold on one second. Sure, go ahead. Thinking, I, of course I'm evil, and of course, but what I'm thinking is how would the drow respect us if we were to let them, that we just let them loose? Or would uh, they respect us more if we actually still maintained some form of, I guess, I, I want to say. Hostage. Like, yes. Uh, make a make a knowledge, uh, nature or a diplomacy check to know the answer, to, to get a better grip on that. I'll roll in nature. Yeah, I'm rolling in nature. Ooh, I don't know. 21 diplomacy. Okay. I don't know. Um, Dirty nature. Dirty nature. Nature sucked. <laughs> All right. So, Allegor, obviously, I suck on this tonight. Apparently, don't worry. I, <laughs> I was, I hit you guys with a legitimate CR10 encounter last week, and you fucking decimated it because I can't roll for shit <laughs> <laughs> tonight. Jeff sucks on it. I've been rolling, yeah, I've been rolling like tens, two, six. I did roll like an eighteen or nineteen earlier, but 
I, I thought I was gonna at least like at least get everyone in the in the negative uh, a lot of people in the negatives before the end and like it was just oh he took some halfling scratches and totally wasted the giant super easy blah 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 we're the best we're the bad guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we killed that giant super easy barely any inconvenience anyway <laughs> so is that the name of the, the this episode. Tonight, Jeff sucks on it. <laughs> no. It'll be right. session. No, I know. No. Sessions suck. <laughs> Parentheses, Jeff does that. Jeff does the sucking. <laughs> Jeff sucks for everyone. That's, no, that's probably not a good advertisement. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Where, where was it? Anyway, oh, yes. yes. Let's I, stop uh, shitting on Jeff. Unless you're into that. <laughs> okay, never mind. 30 nature on the drow okay you with the nature and you with the diplomacy know that it's probably best to let the drow save face when they come back in contact with their leadership Um, if you want to set a good impression because they know you have dominated them and they will not probably not behave like they behave in a way where it makes you look bad in exchange for letting them save face. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so you let them up and they begin leading you guys back uh, down the edge of the canyon. What uh what are they armed with? Uh they were they're armed with uh one of them is armed with a short sword that seems to be made out of sharpened um, beetle carapace. Hmm. The other one is may, is carrying a, a metal weapon, uh, clearly very old, sharpened often, but uh, mithril in in uh, its its metal. So uh, you you guys have been here a while, yes, huh? And we have sat here for a hundred years in this cavern, waiting. This is good news. You can give us all kinds of information about what we need around here. It may be difficult. They lead you on till you get to the stairs that you guys scouted out earlier. Along the way. They since they have taken the lead, they come across two of the other scouts. They they stop them, and they begin jabbering and elven at each other. Those of you in elven, uh, uh, hear them tell you, say, they claim to be re- they claim to be representatives of the heir of Herjek. We have we have reason to believe them. And so, by the time you guys reach the stair, your escort is about six drow warriors. A substantial honor guard. They begin marching in a line down the stairs. Uh, Two of them take up the rear behind the rest of you, like waiting for everyone to go down and then they can take it. So you guys are in a pincer maneuver on the side of a cliff, walking down a carved set of stairs towards a bunch of colored lights in the fog. And as you get down, the colored lights appear to be dwellings that have been grown out of large uh, fungal uh, like structures uh, fungus 
clinging to the interior wall of the cavern, feeding on the moisture in the mist and ballooning out into huge cysts, which it looks like they have hollowed out and made dwellings out of. You guys are basically like, imagine you're going down a stair and you see a number of uh, Christmas tree deck uh, bulbs that mm-hmm. glow with their own inner light and have a bunch of little walkways between them. So kind of like the um, the Elder Scrolls dark dark elf area. A little bit, yeah. But um, eventually, once once you get down to the car portion step, you you find yourself walking along uh, a woody, uh, firm branch of these fungal extrusions from the side of the canyon wall towards one of the bulb-like structures that lead you further in and up. A lot of green light... Outdoor studying all of this. Okay. They lead, they, um, they lead you into a place that's lit, lit with green and red lights uh, from the interior and exterior. They pull across a curtain that is clearly made out of old leather and, and usher you in where you see there are a number of drow females and males s- sitting together in a, in a you can clearly tell that the women are giving a position of importance in the structure in that they have the most elaborate chairs but it's a, a, a number of basically it's a dining hall for the most part They've, they've carved out the interior of these fungal structures so that they have tables. Like a, like a long haul? Yeah, a little bit. They all stand up as you guys entered, as, as they, like the, the drow in front of you enter, nothing happens. But once one of you enters, the rest of them stand up, putting their hands and their weapons, and your escorts hold up their hands and begin talking in Elven again. Just for the record, I've got my chest brand prominently displayed on my not so prominent tiny body. Hey, you've got your your your, your chest puffed out. Uh, you've moved your gold medallions aside. You've combed your chest hair to where you can see. Uh, yeah, I parted it. Parted your chest. <laughs> <laughs> you've taken off your tracksuit. Uh, <laughs> my vellum tracksuit. Oh, yeah, that's nice. That's good stuff. That's, that's <laughs> nice. But, um, uh, but the uh, the draw that you initially negotiated with um, Valric, uh ushers you forward towards the, the, the draw females at the head of the hall. I'm bow low. He also ushers the lady uh, outside forward, too. Um, can't hear you, Mahogany. Oh, for fuck's sake. No, hear you, hear you. There you are. You just got to cuss a little bit. Can <laughs> you microphone who's boss? Yeah, so um, I'll step forward, do a curtsy. Uh, all right. Uh, apparently, like, they're, they're, they're interested in you giving an air of legitimacy to this lowly male who has negotiated with them. Um, the female drow at the at the head of the hall. She, her hair is done up in an elaborate bun. Uh, 
with a substrata of braids that wrap around both the front and the back. And it looks like she has sort of like a, a sort of a spidery like um, design in her long hair built as, as well, ties around the back. She has a lot of time to do her hair. There's not a lot to do here. She looks down and says, <clears throat> in the common tongue, and you can tell she, her, her voice dripping with disdain. These soldiers tell me you represent Lord Herjek. Nearly directly, your ladyship. She ignores you and looks at the lady outside. You let your male speak for you? That is this one's purpose. Hmm. I've never had a speech slave, but I have heard of this before. Fine. Do do what you have been ordered, creature. Well, <clears throat> as good as I am at speaking, we are not the best people to be speaking to one such as you. I could, if given the opportunity, could introduce you to descendants of Herjack, personally. <laughs> she she leans back in her tall chair skeptically and says, Oh, really? And uh, who might you be able to bring here to our illustrious halls? Well, it may take a little back and forth. I don't think uh, Blackwell would just dollop all over. He is a man of almost as much powerful as a woman. <laughs> she, she, um, she, she can. She looks. She cro She furrows her eyes, or eyes. She furrows her eyebrows and says, "Black." I did say his name right, right? No, uh, Rune. Oh, I'll just go and fill in the blank here. <laughs> yeah, I, my character would have said the name right. Uh, Me I as know. the player is stupid. I know. <laughs> Who is Black Rune? He's what? He's the second? Or what? His grandfather was. Yeah, he's the last heir of Herjek. Yeah, he's the, yeah, so I'll just tell you that. He is the last heir of Herjek. I would need convincing of this. Mm. Aside from the tattoos that have been branded on my associate back there. Any creature may be tattooed with any symbol. My thoughts exactly. <clears throat> so, if you would permit me to... Uh, how many people are around us right now? Uh, with the six that escorted you in, you guys are surrounded by... 21 drow. Okay. I've seen Black Rune before, yeah? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, I am going to cautiously cast my uh, minor image mm -hmm. to bring up an exact replica of what um, Black Rune looks like. All right. You begin to cautiously cast a spell. Some of the draw begin to go for the swords, but the... Um their their leader holds her hands up, identifying the spell for what it is and urging you to continue. 
you you cast an image of Lord Drayden Blackrune. He appears before the hall. Are you doing it larger than life, life size, or? Um, is she's on a podium up above us, right? A little bit, yeah. She's on like a, a little bit of a dais. So I'll do it taller than us, standing at the bottom, but not where it would go above her head. Okay. Suddenly appearing before the assembled crowd is Drayden Blackrune, mercenary captain, Lord Blackrune, as he is now called. He is standing there in his jet black armor, trimmed in gold and uh, trimmed in blue and crimson. You can see that the um, from your illusion, you create uh, a version of Blood Curdle, the blade of terror uh, glimmering on his side. Uh, giving off waves of crimson energy. His own blonde hair and powerful jaw like look out in his typical haughty manner that, that you've seen several dozen times on the on the battlefield. And um, you see the uh, the drow lean in toward him and and one of them says, "My God, he's the spitting image of Herjack, but healthy, strong. She's, she snaps her fingers and, and shushes the uh, the person. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, dismiss this image. And I will. <laughs> you know what Herjack appeared to be, definitely. And you have, con- you have created a wonderful and impressive simulacrum. But how do I know for certain? How can I be absolutely assured of your intentions? We have a way to summon a representative closer or further up the chain than ourselves. I just uh, wouldn't want to do it in a room with so many eyes. And she says, are you trying to rob me of my honor guard? No, no. Do you... All 20 of these people are your honor guard? She, uh, you catch her there back and she says, no, of course not. And she dismisses, uh, she begins pointing out, waving some away. And, and eventually the, the crowd thins out to her and eight others. I believe this would be more acceptable. <clears throat> and um, Boy, if we were assassins, that was a stupid move on her part. And then I cast Vertigo. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, and I do want to cast. I unleash, I unleash my entire slew of bombs for the day. But no, I'll look to Zarius and because uh, you're the one with the chalk and the scrolls, I believe. Uh, and I didn't keep the scrolls. Allegor had the scrolls. I had the chalk. So I, I, Allegor had the scrolls. Oh, I've got them. Okay. Yeah. This is our scroll-keeping slave. This is our chalk-keeping slave. All right, so nice. you know that there are three main leaders of Black Rune's, um mercenary army. There is, of course, Lord Blackrune himself. There is Sarth the Wanscart, the, the twisted wizard that who you had previously interacted with. And there is one more called Lusko the Eel, spy and assassin uh, for Lord Blackrune. Which I have one a question. I have a question. Sure. Are any of these holdover from his grandfather's time? Um, you know that Lusko might be. He is an elf, and you don't 
you cannot tell his age. So he might actually be an, a former servant of Herjek, but no one really knows for certain. But he's also an assassin, right? Yeah. Let's go the eel. Spy and assassin. Then that's the one. The talker, hopefully. Okay. <clears throat> Someone I can bring into a room full of dark elves that won't just immediately freak out. <clears throat> I don't think um, any of them would, but, you know. Uh, yeah, but uh, the ancient animosity between elves and dark elves. Oh, yeah. What race Sarth is the wizard? Sarth is... Um, his race is indeterminate. Like, he is... He is... As much as a a um, indolent or not indolent, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He has as many physical deformities as Herjik the Twisted is rumored to have had. He, you don't know for certain what Sarth is. He appears on the outside to be a human, but he is also incredibly more uh, incredibly hardy compared to a person of his usual physical standing. Now, when you gave us the list of three, were one of those um, Black Rune? Black Rune? Black Rune himself, yes. Fuck it, let's do Black Rune. Yep. Go yeah. big or go home. <laughs> okay. I mean, if these are subjects that used to serve as grandfather, I mean, hell, fuck it. If just his image got that kind of all out of him, then, uh, yeah. Then him himself stand, you know, come, oh, if he'll show up. Much well, shorter. I'll do. I'll go ahead and do this uh, symbol on the floor. Okay. But once we get done with the symbol, I will then stand between where he would appear mm -hmm. and where they're at. All right. So that if something's to, somewhere to happen, I would be. I can help protect him. Right. I will also take up a defensive posture. Our, her honor guard. Are they are they swarming in front of her? They are on either side of her, four on each side. Then I will slightly suggest to our group that we should do the same, or that y'all should do the same, and uh, I'll and be I'll, the mediary. I'll step back out of the way as soon as, as soon as he's aware of the situation, as soon as he sees. I don't want to bring someone in without knowing. Gotcha. I see, I see what Jeff's saying. There's no way that we have a... a, a sending spell that we could reach out to him and be like, hey, we need you. This spell is the way to call, basically. Ah, okay. So we can call him and he might show up. Yeah. Alright. You begin to cat you be you begin scratching the runes on the floor. The trial look on with interest. They clearly have some arcane experts around. Two of the honor guard take up positions with their hands locked into locked into positions that allow you to realize that they are ready to dispel spells as defensively. And once you're fin once you're once you're finished scribing the runes, uh, Allegor, you begin reading off the scroll. Right. Um, a blast of purple energy emanates from the runes that Zarius scribed. They're, they go. They glow brightly. They thrum for a moment, and then they go almost dark. And then one final blast of energy erupts from the middle of them. Uh, uh, 
a massive armored figure steps out. Only maybe two inches shorter than the image that you created, Black Rune is a massive man, especially when he's in full regalia. He, you see that he actually has a sword drawn when he steps through the portal created by it. And he looks down at Usarius and looks up at the, uh, the nine drow symbol before him and says, <clears throat> what is the meaning of this, Cesarius? Former, supposedly former associates of your grandfather? He looks up at them. He's like, I do not know them. He steps forward out of the summoning circle. Um, you see that his armor is, is uh, plinking slightly as if it were like cooling metal. And I'll step over to his side as if I, a, like a guard. I will explain that they bear tattoos that uh, hold the symbol of Herjack that uh, Valeric noticed and <laughs> show him uh, what we discovered. He looks towards you as you explain, and he looks toward them, and he says, Bow! His voice echoes through the room, and you see the drow utterly terrified as their knees give out below them. He <laughs> slamming to the ground, their faces utterly prostrate on the floor, on the chair before them. He says, Ah, true servants of grandfather, wonderful. And where are we? Uh, we're in the edge of the cavern. Uh, I actually tell them where we're at. Uh, Deep Mist Canyon. Yeah, Deep Mist Canyon. Deep Mist Canyon. Yes, I have heard stories of what his line laid here. But he looks around and he's like, this does not look like Grandfather's outpost. He, say, he directs his ire towards the drow leader. She, her, her voice now quavering with terror says, my lord, my lord, we have been unable to re-enter the outpost. Why not? We are expelled by some sort of mystical force. He, um, he turns his attention towards you, his forward expedition party, and says, why have you summoned me here? This was actually all we needed. Thank you so much. Uh, if I could get you some fruit or jerky for your return visit, I'd be more than happy to. <laughs> he says, ah, a display of authenticity. I see. Uh, indeed, my lord. Indeed. Well, you have gone much further than I expected. He reaches into his cloak and he pulls out a badge that he has in a bag and he throws it onto the ground at Zarius's feet since he seems to be the closest. Pick it up. Here is my mark. You have done well. And you will speak with the authority of my bloodline when you hold it. Yes, sir. Dope. 
she, he turns to the assembled uh, drow who are still groveling against their will uh, on the floor of their their um, their feast hall, and he says, "Assist my emissaries, get them to where they need to be, treat them as if they were my voice whispering in your ear." The the the, the drow leader nods. Furiously, yes, my lord. Yes, yes, my lord. He turns toward the rest of you and says, If you have any other need of my presence, make sure it's. He leans forward to Zarius a little more important. Well, we just need to get our foot, our foothold in the region. We, we shouldn't need you until we're finished, my lord. Of course. He leads back and steps back into the circle. <laughs> you want to talk to Sarth or Lusko from now on. Do you understand? Uh, so, boss. Yes, my lord. <laughs> Speak to me not until your mission is complete. He says as his voice echoes and fades back into the summoning circle. You got it, boss. <laughs> And I walk over to Valric and go, here, you might need this. <laughs> yes. Hey, <laughs> tell him I want a lasagna. Hey, <laughs> give me a lasagna. <laughs> Either a lasagna or meatloaf. Yeah. Something. Fucking stuff. Uh, unfortunately, they show up with the artist meatloaf and he just belts <laughs> tunes at you for the next four hours. It's fine. Yeah. You know how many how many stabs I can get into Meatloaf before he dies? That's a hearty <laughs> fella. And I would do ow, yeah, ow, for yeah. him, ow. Stab, stab, keep it up. I won't do that though. But I won't do ow, stop it, Dad. <laughs> keep singing. Take your chunky bitch. <laughs> yeah, then I'll turn I'll, I will turn back to the um the drow queens, I guess. Queen mm. leader, war leader, leader. The, the drow leader, and I'll go with the the symbol in my hand and just bow and be like satisfied. <laughs> she says, "Of course, of course, emissaries. Anything for you?" Yeah. So, how about that lasagna? Chop, chop. <laughs> I'm gonna take a quick break. You, we don't we don't have to stop just yet. I just need to pee so bad. All of a sudden. No, I mean, that's fine. It's fine. Goat cheese is a very delicious topping to certain hamburgers. I hear it's, I hear it's really good if you uh, have a lactose intolerant because humans are more actually evolved to drink goat milks. We've had goats longer than we had cows. It's true. And cows, let's face it, while delicious, more trouble than they're worth. <laughs> Isn't feta goat cheese? I don't think so. Is it? I thought feta cheese. Yeah, I know. Golden sheep mix. No, oh, okay. Is it really? Yes. Well, well, it's fucking delicious, whatever. <laughs> well, there's no, a, lot of, there's a lot of cheeses made with goat's milk. That doesn't, yeah. That's not necessarily goat cheese. I need to get up to Trader, Trader Joe's or something and get some, a decent cheese tray. I am willing to try goat cheese, but I will not touch blue cheese. It's not happening. Well, blue cheese, 
blue cheese is delicious i mean blue cheese is delicious i'm not trying to sell him on blue cheese like it's not necessarily goat's cheese though it's um no it's just cheese with mold in it it's just cheese that why they they let a delicious streak of mold grow there it's delicious it's a lot better than that italian maggot cheese i wouldn't touch that with a 20-foot pole either but i want you to consider the process by which that was created. Somebody <laughs> left a piece of damn cheese He's on so the mad. shelf until it started to look and said, hey, I wonder how that tastes. <laughs> so mad about the cheese. <laughs> not mad. That's not anger. That's passion. Passionate about not <laughs> eating maggot cheese. It's a furious that's passion. That's pure, <laughs> pure disgust. Yeah, God yeah. damn it. Like, no, I... I agree with Will. I would not eat the maggot cheese. Also, no, I'm not touching maggot yeah. cheese. Nor, nor would I drink the civet poop coffee. Nope. <laughs> nope. I don't care how delicious that coffee is. If it requires some sort of digestional process from a, a medium-sized cat, I'm not touching it. Yeah, if a weird foreign cat pooped this out, I'm not going to roast it and eat it. No. No. <laughs> That's like why I don't. That's one of the reasons I don't eat oysters is because whoever found them was like, hmm, this fart rock. I wonder if there's food in it. Fart rock? <laughs> you ever smelled an oyster? It smells like a fart rock. It smells like a delicious oyster. Is that what it smells like? <laughs> no. <sighs> you're, you're, you're a monster and I hate you. You should. And I am. <laughs> okay. At any rate. So. Speaking of monsters, my, my Lord Blackroon, Black Lord Blackroon <laughs> disappears into the 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 circle that you've drawn. the The ruins burn themselves out, leaving a scar on the hollowed out fungus floor of this feast hall. So where are we at on that lasagna? The drow find themselves able to stand, and their leader stands us uh, tall and haughty trying to get herself back to a more respectable position and says what need you emissaries mm, well information <laughs> first <laughs> so, yeah, escort, escort to the tower also mm, yeah obviously escort to the tower but I'm curious about these uh, we overheard about uh, champions Crusaders. Crusaders. Ah, yes. Well, there have been many incursions from Emerald Hill. Castle Greenvale is trying to she holds up her fingers, pacify the areas they have been unable to for the last 80 years. Surely, the trade routes, the pastoral land, they are well within their grasp, but we maintain the deepest strongholds of Lord Herjack. And and she stops, and his descendant. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And so they've been pushing in on your territory is what I'm hearing? Yes, not with any... They've been sending scouts, but that is always a prelude to a more dedicated invasion. And your defense is here against such invasion? She's 
she she shakes her head, tilts her chin up as if she's ready to boast, and then she stops for a moment and thinks and, and lowers her head down again and says, "Are not what they could be, I'm afraid." Hmm. We are a small but dedicated cadre. There are only 50 of us in total. There's the number I was waiting to get. <clears throat> so what? But we have been working hard to train a cal... Cav... Sorry, this is me. Cavalry of, hmm. of flying insects breeding them to be better, faster than their, than their standard breed. Yeah, we, we saw some of them fly over our camp not too terribly long ago. Impressive. They are hardy mounts and good in a battle, which you guys know, when necessary. Though we do not generally take them out in the daylight hours. Not that they cannot function in that time, but we... Right. Oh, lady lady outside. May I ask a question? Are we, st- are we still doing that? <laughs> We're the emissaries of Lord Blackroom. They know that now. All right, good, good. Yeah, that, that, uh, that giant. What was up with that shit? Uh, she, she looks at you for a moment and says, Oh, the fog giants, yes. Of oh, the remnants of her, Jack. Red, uh, pardon me. You said giants, as in plural? A small tribe of them still exists. They're long-lived and mad. Okay, we got extremely lucky. Well, that, that well, it makes me wonder. He, he's got the same markings you do. Um, is that badge going to do the same thing She to touches him? the marks on her neck and, and says, Oh, no, the giants required much more strenuous controls. All right. Good to know. Please sit, feast at our hall, and prepare yourselves. By, by nightfall, we will prepare... It will prepare mounts to fly you to where you want to go. Fair enough. Great! Food, uh, drink! Food is served to you. Um, it is simple fare. Uh, mushrooms. Uh, simple roasted meats. Oh, <laughs> a beer that you're guessing is probably also made of fungus. Did they even try to make a lasagna? did not try to make a lasagna, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, they did garnish your drinks with a morel. So, you know, they're, they're, they're putting some money into this. <laughs> those are those are hard mushrooms to find. Those are hard mushrooms to find, especially in the grocery store. Uh, <laughs> you got to forage for those. Yeah. I, 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 everything I know about morel mushrooms, I learned from, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh... Red Letter Media. Oh. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I didn't get that reference. It was a best of the worst, or it was, uh, yeah, it was like a like a Black Spine edition or something, or no, no, not a Black Spine. It was like a Wheel, the of, the wheel worst. of the Worst. Oh, uh, 
And it was some damn thing about guys foraging for a guy foraging foraging for mushrooms. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not as memorable as exploding varmints, but it's exploding uh, varmints. And you can find that one on YouTube and it is just as disturbing. It's more disturbing because you get it's more disturbing without like, oh my god, like this literally just some dude firing fifty caliber rounds at fucking gophers. How many knobs do you see? <laughs> That's a good. Oh man, they did a uh, to just today uh, uh, a um, best of the worst, best of the worst montage. Oh really? Some clips of a lot of their best of the worst. I have not have seen that. I'll have to check that out. It's like two minutes long. It's just you know, sexy big hunks. It's all it's all Tim. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, Tim doesn't show up on the show often, but every time he does, it's a fucking gold mine. Yeah. Is that the mustache guy or the Canadian That's the mustache guy. guy? I'm from I'm from Milwaukee and I got a mustache. My name's Tim. Yeah. <laughs> the one that, that seems to get extremely wasted. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So anyway, Allegor would uh, ask uh, if there are any alchemists in their. Um, Let's find out. Here's my percentile goal. There you go. They tell you they have one alchemist within their midst. Because um, his idea to help them bolster their um, their raiding efforts against these crusaders, I mean, they have the flying mounts. They could literally make alchemical bombs, not the kind that I make, but like the standard ones, mm-hmm. and literally do bombing raids on the crusaders while they're camping at night. They um, they listen to your your words, and the once they bring the alchemist in, as you guys are eating and talk to you, he says it is this is also an idea he has had before, but he doesn't really have the time to prepare enough. And he's the as you know that these kind of bombs don't really have a long shelf life, so they have to it has to be something that can be rapidly prepared but also with enough time to actually make enough of them for them to make a difference. What about Alchemist Fire? Alchemist Fire is also another option. Flasks of acid. What you mainly learn about the um, the Green Veil, the Green Veil, um, excuse me. What you mainly learn about the Green Veil protectors, the, the Emerald Hill Knights, is that they generally like they have a they have a sort of a rotation they've they've been working very hard to try and get back these old and as far as they're concerned cursed sites of uh herjic twisteds they don't they don't bother with fortress ickerblack which is the 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 the, the jewel in the crown of herjic's old empire because it is surrounded by storms. It is laden with curses. It is sealed against entry. But they tend to like try to go at his old outposts fairly often. And these, this is predominantly like uh, human, uh, human, uh, dwarf, elf, like the the, the, the standard, base races, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Acre Black Castle, that's not the one we're headed toward. 
Oh, no, 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 it is not. You're, you guys are looking for the tower on the edge of Deepest that was, Canyon. That was the one that was out in the middle of the lake, wasn't it? Yes, it is, if you look at the map. Mm-hmm. Which we may be able to get into with our, our badge that we have now, but that means that the Tower of Deep Mist is considered an outpost. We may encounter some of their troops there. Yeah, so what exactly is keeping these drow from going to the tower? Uh, that is um, a mystery in and of itself, they say. Herjack used it as a place to experiment. He used all manner of devious magics within it. And this place, Deep Mist Canyon, was not always so 150 years ago. It was Clearwater Canyon, but now, after he did something in his tower, the mist continually blooms from the deepest part of the canyon itself, filling the area, making the monsters more dangerous, larger, deadlier. You see some of the female drow eye each other and the uh, they, they look to their leader and she says even our own troop has been affected. Mm. And she's referring to their like their roughened appearance and whatnot? Mm, it does not appear uh, make a sense motive check. Mm-hmm. Oh god. I got a 22. I'll see if I can. Yeah, no. Um, the other females seem kind of distressed about what's going on. You're guessing their 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 battle-hardened lifestyle does not seem to be a, a big factor within it. They're, they are hiding something from you. 33. Okay. I mean, 23. Yeah, they're definitely they're definitely not being completely forthcoming with you guys. Then I'll take the uh, the badge out of my pocket and just kind of twirl it in the table and be like, "Come on, really?" <laughs> um, the, but it just comes out as, "Come on, <laughs> really?" The the uh, the leader looks at it, kind of scowls at you, and says, "Fine." Our women have been giving birth to. Abominations. Mm. After going to this place and returning here? No, the mist has affected us as we stay here guarding our posts for all these years. When one of us sparks and gives birth, that offspring rapidly metamorphoses into one of the accursed ones. Driders. Oh, at least they're useful, though, right? They are not useful in the way you think. We put them out near the tower to guard the area because they are too mad to train. Okay. Useful piece of information. As we head towards the tower, there's probably going to be mad driders attacking us. Not all of them, of course, are fully grown, but those that are, are quite deadly. So that, 
I sorry, knew that I knew is... what a drider was. Yeah. But I couldn't quite remember. It's basically a drow spider. <laughs> it's a drow centaur. It's a centaur, basically, except for the top half is a drow and the bottom half is a spider. And then I just realized how dumb that name is. Yeah, yeah Drider. Yeah, Drider. Drow spider. Drow that spider. sounds stupid. Call them Drider. Let's, uh, let's, let's share the screen with you so you can see what they look like. <laughs> the Ugi. Uh, does not look thrilled, and I am not happy about this. Mm-mm, no, thank you. That's enough. Well, <laughs> that's yes, enough. explosions. Explosions for days. Spider Drow. Spider Drow is evil and is also a drow. <laughs> Now, I don't want to be insensitive here, but when they're born, can they hold their heads up or do they just kind of flop around <laughs> on the spider butt? <laughs> Dragging oh his big head. stupid head across the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Babies are dumb. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Actually, if Jeb is actually asking a question, like a very insensitive question like that, the drow females all scowl at you and, and ignore stab it. him to death in his sleep. I was about to say he's not going to be alive in the morning. <laughs> the um, but no, I think Jeb has enough tact not to do that. I just thought I, it'd be funny. I don't believe this. <laughs> After you guys get a good meal in you, uh, and they they say if you want to rest, please rest. But shortly after the night has truly fallen in the pitch black darkness, in the mist, they usher you out down into the cavern where you see that there are a number of large horned beetles. Some of them that have been bred where their thoraxes glow like a lightning bug. Um, How much rest were we able to get? Uh, let's go with the... Uh, you guys can have a full night. Like okay. If you guys want to have a full full rest... They ask you when you would like to depart via night or day. They can say, they tell you they all have an easier time getting you there at night. Yeah, night's fine. Because we showed up here morning, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we if we get there during the night, we can camp and then attack during the day. All right. So, yeah, you, you guys are ushered down into the, to the deep part of the canyon where they've been raising these beetles, these giant horn beetles. They've been raised to be, bred to be faster with more um, interesting insectile qualities, including glowing thoraxes. They've all been trained to to follow di- directions of a rider, much like you would a horse. And um, you were offered either your own mount or the service of a rider that will, dr- that will fly you there. I'll, I'm going to request a service just because I've not used one of these before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I would ride. Uh, I will pay attention, self. though, to what okay. commands and stuff they use. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you each get a drow driver, and you, you basically climb on the back of these huge, shiny scale scarab pissed. Scarapist, scarab, carapist, carapist. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Carapist scarums, scarabs. These huge, uh, shiny carapist beetles of vast, loud buzzing sounds in your ears, and you guys take to the air, flying out of Deep Mist Canyon, 
a little bit over the clouds that cover it and forward, forward, forward into the night. The darkness engulfs you and finally you can see looming in the, on the horizon, even in the darkness, a spire rising up out of the mist. They tell you, there, as they veer to the, to the north and land into the mist on the side of the canyon. Once you dismount, you see that there is a bridge heading over the, can- the canyon itself. Say, there's the spire. If you can get in, we would be very surprised. How far are you able to progress before it stops you? The, the, the drow look at each other and one says, I'll show you. He slides off the beetle carapace and takes the lead. He opens one of his um, his signal lights, giving off a green glow, and you guys can see the whole bridge uh, about 30 feet across lighting up. As he walks across, he walks and he walks about 70 feet, and then he stops. And he sticks his hand out, and you guys can see a strange, weird red webbing of energy branch out from where his hand is, and he pulls it back, his his palm kind of steaming, and he grips it and says, this is the limit of where we can go. I have a question for you. Can you command those beetles without being on their backs? Um... The the drow looks at you pretty impressed and says, Why, yes. See if it can fly through there. You see him like, you see him purse his lips, but you don't hear a sound. And you see one of the beetles begin to fly, rise up, and it flies toward the barrier, and it la- and it flies through the barrier and lands on the other side. Now I'm standing next to the guy, right? Yeah. I walk through. I, I try to walk through the barrier. All right. You begin to walk through the barrier. You feel um sort of a burning, tingling sensation on your skin, and you guys can see a, a red webbing of energy as Allegor moves t- through it, and basically, but the red webbing of energy gives way like a soap bubble, letting in um a finger or another bubble, letting him through to the side. The drow raises his eyebrow and says, I wonder what the difference is. I think I know, and I start gesturing towards his tattoos. You're connected to Hearn's old magic. It may be that this is keeping you from going through. He, look, he looks up and says, Herjack. Herjack. I know it's starting with an H. He says, well, maybe he steps back. That's to my benefit anyway. He purses his lips again, and his beetle trundles past you out of the barrier. You hear a clicking, clattering sound. As um, you turn around rapidly and see there are three creatures basically climbing from the underside of the bridge over the top of it. Dr- <laughs> Spider centaurs with dark, dark elven skin. Riders. Yeah, their eyes glowing red, and they're all wielding weapons made crude weapons made of um carapace and bone. And we'll pick up there next time at a combat. Me next, me next. <laughs>
Our business is our own. <laughs> I, actually, I had to do that because Allegor is a scientist. The scientist side started wanting to experiment. All right. <laughs> I was thinking the badge would be what got us through, but. Well, it makes me wonder because you've got that tattoo on your chest of, of Homeboy. And uh, I'm sure Jeff's character has Ooh. a tattoo. No? That's the reason why I never showed it. I, I do not have one because I think of myself as an independent contractor that works for him. <laughs> so you want all the benefits of being like a suck up to the dude and all the benefits of not actually being affiliated with his party. Is that what I'm yeah, hearing? I mean, Jeff, I work with him. Jeff wants to be the star scream and he always wants to be the star scream. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I will stop. Oh, scream. <laughs> 